to the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast, bringing you open and honest conversations about resources in Tuscarawas County. Now here's your host, Jody Salvo. Hi, this is Jody Salvo. Man, I'm excited to be back. Um, we took a little summer break and honestly, today's podcast is probably my favorite project I get to do as we coordinate the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition. Um, this is about Hope Sunday. Um, this is an event that the coalition has done the last four years. This is year number four, and it is an opportunity to engage with church leaders, churches, congregations in Tuscarawas and Carroll County. And today I want to invite um, Pastor Rob He's someone that has participated in a past and past Hope Sunday and one this upcoming August. Just kind of want to talk a little bit about it from a pastor's yeah. um, perspective. Yeah. So. Hope Sunday, uh, last year when we when we connected about Hope Sunday, the summit participated in it. And man, what a what an eye-opening uh, experience for the congregation because a lot of the stuff that is covered in Hope Sunday the average person sitting in the pew doesn't understand what's going on in the county uh, or in the region. And so to have the video that was produced and to hear the statistics really was a a great eye-opening experience. Oh, neat. Very good. Love to hear that. Um, I'm going to probably talk a little bit more just to kind of help people have a overview of Mm -hmm. the project and then kind of just kind of get that pastor's heart and perspective. So Hope Sunday um, started four years ago, and it really was in response to we were in Ohio in the height of the opioid epidemic, and um, it was an issue that people just didn't understand, addiction, and um, we were really looking at, there was a lot of stigma around addiction, um, and we were starting to talk about um, naloxone, a reversal overdose reversal medication. And, and we had some resistance here in our county. And um, we had, had worked a little bit with the churches before that particular time, but we realized with education and information and awareness from our churches, man, there was so much capacity. You know, and the church, what do they do? They, they love on people. They have a great structure. Um, so that's where the first Hope Sunday arised, how can we explain this topic a little bit better? So the very first one was in hmm, 2000 and probably 17, 18. Um, And it was a story from a pastor's son who was struggling with addiction and he found his recovery through Christ. Um, So it was that first kind of attempt to create awareness and education of the church on that area. Um, the second year, it was a little bit deeper into that topic of um, people that might be struggling with addiction might not ever come in those church doors on their own just because there's a lot of shame and stigma around addiction. So it was a challenge to go meet people where they're at and and kind of invite them into the church or into a relationship. Um, last year's, um, it really showed what that relationship looks like. Um, and then this year, um, we're kind of just keep going forward. And this is a, like an all call to, hey, church, we need you. We need the body of Christ together. So I just kind of wanted to give everyone a background of where we started and where we're going. Um, because I know you're involved with, you know, moving the churches forward in our county. Um, but I'm going to say one more thing before I start asking you, you know, a little bit about these projects. 
Hope Sunday, what does it include? Um, churches are all provided a flash drive, a local video around the area of focus for that year's event. They're also provided um, bulletins. And um, sometimes we get churches who are like, yeah, we don't use bulletins anymore. But the bulletins are kind of neat because um, they provide churches prayer requests around the topics of focus and information about resources. Um, So those are reasons that those are materials that we supply. But with all that, talk to us a little bit about, um, where do you, where do you want to start? I, I think that um, the call to this, I've experienced it once as a senior pastor um, during what I believe would be a, one of the most challenging times in our, in our recent history of 2020 uh, being that more people were dealing with this situation. Yeah. And so last year I remember we had some students and we started talking about this a few weeks out from hope Sunday and playing uh, using the handout to pray over things and, and do that. And the, the overwhelming stories that were coming out that would have never happened if it wasn't for Hope Sunday wow. in our youth uh, and some adults, but mostly our youth was was really enlightening to us um, because this was a conversation starter for the Summit family to say, this is going on. If you know about it, let's talk about it. And conversation starters can come in many ways, but when they come on tough topics, it's good to have tools. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is just really neat to hear that. Because that's really the intent. Uh, right. Let's let's have some ed- education. Let's have some awareness. Um, I love that prayer piece mm-hmm. um, because, my goodness, I think people struggling, agencies, treatment agencies, people working in the field, um, especially those that are Christians and believers. Like they're doing the work because they believe in the work that needs to be done, but they also know that uh, there's a lot more than meeting that clinical side of person. So I think the other thing about the prayer stuff is that um, we, a a lot of us don't even know all the agencies that are there to even pray specifically for each one. Um, And so having prayer specific toward different agencies, but also for the topic of the year, I, I think the best part about Hope Sunday for us is just bringing everything to the surface and saying, this is the need. Okay. Uh, what can you as a church step into? Because every church has different resources. We all have uh, different gifts and talents Absolutely. in our church. And, uh, and so just having that brought to the top once a year, maybe more, but once a year, yeah. definitely. And saying, hey, this is the need in the community. Maybe you can just pray um, because that's all the bandwidth you have. Or maybe you can actually go and participate in some of the things that are happening. But just raising the awareness is a huge deal. Awesome. I love hearing that. And that's one of the things that is we work with the churches that we're really cognizant of is actually we would love every church to be involved and like you said, in many different ways. I mean, we, we definitely engage with some of those older churches with a lot of praying older saints, and we're like, man, pray. Pray yeah. for the community, these efforts, you know, what's going on. We we have those churches that minister super well to our young people, you know, those vibrant youth groups and 
vacation Bible schools. And, you know, we have things for those churches too, whether it's prevention resources. How do you talk to your, your, your young people, your children around these substances? And then we have these great churches that are kind of reaching out to seekers and, you know, very open to opening their doors for NAA, celebrate recovery and stuff. So, you know, I think often the thought of the coalition is, you know, we're not the expertise in the church world, but we just know there's community needs and man, y'all have the resources and the people and you know how to love on people. Yeah. That, uh, for every pastor that's listening to this or church leader, the, a lot of times our lives are so crazy, so busy, so many great things happening, but to have a resource that brings all the data, brings all the statistics, brings all the conversation starters, the prayer list, brings all that to us. We have to all participate in this. We have to all be a part of it because a healthy church means a healthy community. And, uh, and so a knowledgeable church brings hope to the community. And that's what I believe Hope Sunday has been for us. I just was at a meeting Sunday night with a, a man who was uh, dealing with addiction and, and troubles and was able to connect him to a resource uh, that is in the community. And I wouldn't have had that, I don't yeah. believe, without some of this stuff. That's so great. thank you for doing it. Oh, appreciate it. Like I said, this is my favorite project. <laughs> um, I do want to highlight some resources this year that are in our um, Hope Sunday Bulletin, because this, number one, there's one game changer in here. And we've talked about this in past podcasts, but we have a new Hope line here in Tuscarawas County. So in the bulletin, it will have our our strong counseling agencies, but it also has a Hope line. And it's a one number, you call that number, you get Rachel answers the phone, and Rachel works to get persons into the right level of care. And that is the game changer because it's really hard to know what you're asking for in the midst of struggling with addiction. And persons, family members can call this also because addiction's a family disease. It, it, it really hits everybody. So sometimes those loved ones just need to, to have some direction and guidance. So that is in the bulletin this year. And then the other thing that I always like to draw attention to, to faith leaders is when, sometimes when people come to you, you really want to make sure they're getting the counseling that you feel is most appropriate. And and I know a lot of pastors will be like faith-based counseling, and to- I totally get that. But um, sometimes there's just barriers and not understanding the treatment world. Um, and one is there's Christian therapists and counselors in all agencies. So just like when you're finding a physical doctor, um, you're looking for that right fit, someone that you trust, someone that you can build a relationship with. Um, when you're looking for behavioral health, we really encourage people, you know, that first counselor you might meet might not be the right counselor for you. So when you're calling um, to make an appointment, you can ask for that. Do you have any Christian counselors here? And then when you meet with them, you can ask, and what do you mean by Christian counseling? Because there's a lot of different definitions of what that is and what that looks like. But then the other game changer this year is we're going to have, we we just don't have ability on a bulletin to put everything on here, but we're going to be driving people to the Anti-Drug Coalition website where we will have faith-based treatment options outside of our regular community agencies and faith-based recovery groups. So you can go in Tusk and Carol and find 
um, new beginning, celebrate recovery, whatever that might be in your community. Yeah. Amazing resource. And I, I agree with you that the, you have to find the right fit just as we do in the faith community, yeah. find the fit. Yeah. Neat. So pastor Rob, I also know you have dove right into loving on your congregation and leading them well, but also really kind of working on some of these community issues and this year's Hope Sunday, um, there's a standalone, uh, the video is called In One Accord, um, but there's an opportunity that's going to be promoted at the end of the video to step into a countywide, actually, it's a multi-county-wide event right now called Field of Freedom. Yes. Would you want to share a little bit about that? Uh, whenever I, I received the phone call, if I would be a part of the team, I was excited to hear the vision, and I know you're going to interview some people that will tell more deeply about the vision, but I jumped in right away because I believe that there's unity in the body of Christ if we will lay down some things and just come together. And that's the one of the focuses of Field of Freedom that I fell in love with is we're laying down our, our tribal banners, if, if you can put it that way, and coming together under one thing that in Christ we have freedom. And the Field of Freedom is going to be on a field in September in our county, and it'll be visible for everyone uh, going by, but uh, a very prominent piece of land. But I believe that the, the ability to come there and not worry about where you're at in your walk in life, mm -hmm. uh, wh whether you're addicted or whatever, to come and know that there is people, there are people in the region that care. Yeah. And there's really only one church in the region, uh, if we read scripture correctly. And, uh, and so I believe that this is an opportunity for the community to come together and say, listen, we all need a level of freedom more than where we are right now. And uh, if we all come understanding that we can, find the, find the need, uh, find the solution and then come together and walk out because w this County shouldn't be a leader in any of the negatives. Nope. And, uh, and I believe that through coming together as one church and one, one community, we can eliminate some of the negatives that we've been high on the list on. Yeah. And we are high on list on addiction, human trafficking. I mean, those are just issues that we deal with in Ohio, we deal with them in our county because we sit right off major um, traffic roadways that, that cause a lot of problems. It's trafficking for human trafficking, for drug addiction. Um, we're right on a nice corridor to make those not-so-nice things happen. Um, but with that being said, man, we got a great community. We do, and I believe it's significant that this field of freedom is on the freeway. Yeah, uh, it's right on the the main drag, and and everyone going by is going to receive some some level of impact. Yeah, um, and uh, so yeah, we're excited. The summits is excited to be a part of it and leading some, and it's just going to be a fun time of helping people find freedom, and uh, that comes in any any part of our lives. Yeah. So let me just ask you, um, we've been doing this work with churches for a couple of years right now, and man, we've we've created some great partners and we've seen churches just run with information once they see a need or maybe it was already on their radar and then um, invite community agencies to have booths and share information at events. Um, but we've also seen barriers too. Um, could you speak to any of those just because I think sometimes maybe there, there's a protection on staying within a denomination and 
I think the heart behind the coalition isn't that we want to take away from any denomination. We just want to say, look, we have an opportunity um, to love on people and bring people in. So I, I think that I, I'm I may be radical, but I believe that ministry is interdenominational. We should be able to function with other family and friends. We have right now over 20 churches involved in Field of Freedom, and that's awesome. growing every awesome. week uh, from every denomination, from non-denom, from everything. So uh, I believe that ministry is interdenominational in its nature, and we do have things that differentiate us. But I think that if we stick to the core, so really people not buying into hope Sunday, I think could be a lack of lack of uh, understanding what it is. Number one, which hopefully these kind of talks will help. But I think also because it doesn't happen to us, you know, it's not in our, in our thing. And just to highlight a story from our uh, congregation, hope Sunday brought out a story we knew about, but brought out a story in a greater light that has led to testimonies. One of the people in our congregation has gone through the system here in Tuscarawas County and graduated and done some great things and now is speaking in the county uh, to help people who are dealing with addiction. And I think that Hope Sunday gave the confidence for that. Mm. And if we would have stopped, if we would have said, uh, we're just not going to participate, I think that that person wouldn't have been empowered to be a voice uh, for hope. And so I I don't know why people don't do it. Those would be my two top reasons why they might not. But I believe that every, every pastor, every organization uh, should be a part of Hope Sunday because it's going to educate, equip, and motivate you to be a part of the solution for the county. And we need all churches to be a part of that solution. It's not just uh, the the ones in different areas that we know of. It's every church needs to come together and be a part of this because we are one church. I don't think there's anything else to say after that. Okay. That was very well said. Yeah. Um, I will just wrap up, though. I'm a coalition person. Man, I believe in the power of, and, and you know, it's a church concept. It's a coalition concept. Um, that all parts are needed, yes. you know, and when you look at our counties, you know, you have cities, you have villages, you have townships, but the unifying factor is the church. It you know, is. we have churches in every single place in the county. And if we're all learning, if we're all challenging, if we're all taking care of our own little space, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And, uh, and we have almost just shy of 200 churches in the county. And uh, if, if we all could come together on this topic, I believe we would see a complete eradication of some of the bad things that happen here on a daily basis. And I believe that the police and the fire and all the different organizations that are so involved with this, uh, with this movement, I believe that they would all see a clear change. Yeah a clear change in that uh, if we could unite together. So I would love to see all 198 churches join. Amen. I am so, so with come you. on, <laughs> join, go to the website and get all that information. Listen, I thank you so much. I thank you for just sharing how it has affected your church. I thank you for the service y'all do in the community. It absolutely makes a difference. And I just also just want to say, um, if you need more information about Hope Sunday. If you are not involved yet, it is not too late. Reach out to us. It's 
um, Sunday, August 29th. Um, and again, we will deliver the supplies you need. You just tell us how many people in your church will get those bulletins to you. Um, so you'll have that. If you're a church, I know a couple of churches have conflicts on August 29th. That is absolutely fine. We have some non-dated material. Um, we can also provide those as well. Um, the reason we try to do it on one day is just to kind of have that community impact. Let us all be thinking and praying and being challenged and educated on the same topic. But please, we'd love you to join us. Um, and that's the heart behind us. We know the solution and the power is in church. And we also know people that are struggling. A lot of times it's just because of isolation. Yeah. You know, we are not meant to do life alone. And when we do it, any of us, I, I know me personally, it doesn't go well, you know, but the church, you know, treatments needed, recovery support, absolutely essential. But as people grow in their freedom and in, in their recovery, what they need is relationship. And, and that nothing does that better than the church. So um, just an encouragement to join. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. See y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tuscarawas County Anti-Drug Coalition podcast. Please follow us on Facebook and visit our website at adctusk.org.